Kirby, you ready to light this candle? Are you ready to broadcast at a titanium level today? <laughs> I don't even know what that means, but uh, sure. Welcome to Unscripted with Kirby Hossaman and Bill Petrie. In this weekly podcast, Kirby and Bill talk about the world of marketing, branding, and promotional products. Unscripted is available only at promocorner.com, the leader in digital marketing for the promotional products industry. Now, here's Kirby and Bill. And welcome to this week's episode of Unscripted. I am your host, Bill Petrie, and with me as always is the good time player man from Coshocton, Ohio, Dr. Kirby Hossman. And this week it's just me and Kirby again. <laughs> That's right. We got to get used to that. That's right. So, Kirby, how the hell are you? I am doing pretty well. Pretty well. You know, it's that. Uh, it- it, in life and in business, uh, your stress ebbs and flows. I'm not sure if this is an ebb or a flow, but it's higher a little bit right now than normal. But I, uh, you know, we've got our show coming up. Well, you know, it's all kinds of good stuff. But um, I'm doing okay. How about you? I'm doing well. I think that means you're flowing. By the way, your, your <laughs> okay. stress level is a little higher. No, doing well. Got back from my magical mystery tour of the United yeah. States last week. So very glad to be back in Nashville, at least for a little bit. I'll be heading back out on the road shortly. But, uh, you know, it made me think about things that make my life easier. And you know what would make my life easier, Kirby, if I were a distributor? What's that? I'd be the good people at CommonSkew because I will tell you that is really, truly a great software program, uh, platform, I should say, to run your distributor business. And there's that free trial. We keep talking about it. And I think what one of the things I know that your clients like are the interactive presentations. Yeah. And I think that has driven a higher conversion rate for you. Is that correct? Yeah, absolutely. Actually, it was funny. Um, we talk about having Paul here, right? And mm-hmm. so one of the things that was brought up, I he went on client meetings with me. And one of the right. things that was brought up repeatedly was the professionalism that we present when we push out ideas to our clients. And those come through CommonSkew. So yeah. it's, it, it's interesting that the feedback that Paul Bellantone got in our meetings was that we provided options and colors and everything looked really good and those come from CommonSkew. Yeah, that's great. I mean, they're truly it's a truly sophisticated platform to run that distributor business and and I you know the the way those presentations work, I know it helps you close more business and I know it'll help our listeners as well. So, go ahead and give them a free trial at commonskew.com/unscripted. As I always say, you won't be sorry that you did. Absolutely. Kirby, you ready to light this candle? Are you ready to broadcast at a titanium level today? <laughs> I don't even know what that means, but uh, sure, let's do it. It means, it means we're not going to suck. Okay, good. Well, then, then right. yes, I'm going to try not to suck. All right, do you have a topic you want to start off with? Yeah, absolutely. So, I, yeah, so we'll, we'll, we can make this a quick one, but I'm just curious. Uh, recently, you had asked me for tips on doing your class reunion. I know that was a part of your Magical Mystery Tour. So yep. how did the class reunion go, man? You know, interesting. Um, I, so it was my 30th class reunion, and I grew up in Plano, Texas, just north of Dallas. And having traveling, just go, traveling through Dallas, I thought, okay, why not go? I was really on the fence about going. And there was a informal get-together on Friday night. Uh, and let me back up a little bit. In high school, I was not very popular. <laughs> I wasn't unpopular. I was just kind of there. Um, I was friends with some of the popular people, so I was very much on the periphery of that. I wasn't unaccepted. I was just a a normal, average, everyday schmo, quite frankly. So kind of like you are in the promotional products industry. You know, that's a great way to put it, Kirby, (laughs) just like I am in the promotional products industry. Um, 
So I knew it, it was difficult. My graduating class was 1,300 and some odd people. It was huge. Wow. So I had gone through school there since fourth grade. And even at graduation, I didn't, I had never met the person who left on the left of me and didn't meet the person who sat on the right of me during graduation. So I was kind of wondering how, who's going to show up to these things. I would assume mostly the popular kids. And again, I wasn't unpopular. I just wasn't popular. So I went into Friday night with very low expectations and I had a ball. It was at a bar. Uh, My best friend who, uh, from, from childhood, who's still very close to me, not on Facebook, he showed up. Um, I had a great time Friday night. And it was, uh, the band that played all the parties that I wasn't invited to in high school played. <laughs> and I, I had a great time. And so Saturday was the more formal uh, of the two events. And I actually went into that with fairly high expectations. And I'm not going to lie, I was disappointed. Yeah. Um, it was a, a, a quite a different crowd. So a lot of the people who went Friday night did not go to Saturday night. And most of those were the people who lived local. Right. And, and I understand that. Why, why, why kill two nights with that? But it was amazing how quickly the uh, shitty clicks reformed. <laughs> it, it was amazing. Um, it was amazing the fact that the event planner decided it was going to be a cash bar and about 20 minutes in, I was asked for exact change. So that was kind of odd <laughs> that they didn't plan for that. Um, but it was just, I, I felt um, lonely. And, um, and I, maybe, I don't know if lonely is a word. Lonely is a word that's coming to my mind. But I felt, I was, I was bored. Maybe that's a better way to put it. I was bored. Um, you know, people were in their own cliques. And, and I was on the swim team. None of the other swim team members showed up. So I really didn't have anybody to talk to about that. And there were some other people. I, you know, I ended up speaking to people. It's not like I sat in a corner and cried my gin and tonic all night. <laughs> but, I mean, you can only have so many conversations with people you haven't seen in 30 years. You're not going to get so deep. So I think if I went to another one, Kirby, I would go to the Friday night informal event. And whatever that was, it would, whatever that would be, it would be. But I don't think I'd ever do the formal one again. I thought, you know, they did a great job planning it and they got a great turnout. But I just didn't enjoy myself mm. the way I thought I would. But overall, I would call it a success. I did enjoy the experience, but it only served to underscore how much I really didn't like high school. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough, man. It sounds I, – I am proud of you for jumping in though because I think it really is. I mean I was blessed with a small class and we were actually really tight. Um, I knew everybody right. I graduated with. Um, and so that's a totally different experience. And so I'm proud of you for jumping in there, man. I'm, I'm well, glad you had fun you on know, Friday. I did. I did. You know what's weird? And, and this I, I say this with all humility because uh, I mean it this way. I was at that event thinking, gosh, if I was at a promotional products event, I'd have so many people to talk to. Yeah. And there's people who know me and like me and respect me. And just for a few moments there, I almost felt like this little kid again. Mm-hmm. And I just didn't love that feeling. So it was an interesting experience, one I'm not sure I'd want to uh, revisit. So one of the things I would say about that is that it's kind of cool mm-hmm. that um, you have – intentionally created a different life for yourself moving in as a, as an adult. And right. I think that's kind of inspiring that you can, right? Right. So that's no, cool. absolutely. It was, you know, as you say, you build the life you want intentionally. Yeah. And, um, I'm very different than I was in high school. I was, yeah. I was always, a, you know, a smart assy class clown type guy, but, um, I didn't have, I was a rudderless ship just like most <laughs> kids in high school. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Well, cool, man. Do you have another topic? You know what? I do have a topic, Kirby. Um, so 
I want to talk to you a little bit about being charitable. And mm -hmm. when we were at SKU Camp last week, we uh, had a great presentation by Denise Tashiro about you know making sure you stand for something, making sure you and your brand really align yourself with a cause. And she has aligned her distributorship um, in, in a very specific way. I want to know if that rubbed off on you at all, What where you feel like you can use what you do in Coshocton because you're you're a, you're a big deal in Coshocton and we say that we say that as half a joke but it's really true. I think without you being in Coshocton and quite literally investing in Coshocton I'm not sure the town would be in a good as good a shape as it is today and I mean that in all honesty. So do you look at Coshocton as kind of like your charity, your what you stand for? Or does that fact does that not even factor into it? No, I think first of all, thank you, and I think you flatter me, and and uh, I don't think I certainly have the impact that I would love to have in our community. Um, yeah. So back to the point, I think Denise uh, Tashero's uh, presentation was fantastic, and Danny Rosen's was as well, and those were two of the ones that resonated the most with me, quite honestly. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, so, yeah, actually, what was funny is I found myself. Um, trying to come back and think of, well, how can I um, create good in the community? And so right. it, it's funny that you bring it up because one of the things that I'm uh, spinning on is creating an event for the brewery that uh, I want to call Beer for Good. Um, and, uh, you know, where we would do an uh, entire event around the brewery, maybe give brew tours, maybe, you know, the whole nine yards where we'd have T-shirts and, you know, the whole, the whole nine – but that uh, proceeds from the event would go to a local charity. And one of the things I struggle with in our community is picking the charity because I think there are a lot of them that need it. And right, there's so many totally, that are so deserving, right? Totally deserving. And so, yeah, I think that uh, we have, Amy and I have certainly hitched our wagon to this community and we believe in it. Um, and so um, I appreciate you saying those nice things about us. I'm not sure that I'm having nearly the impact that I want to. Right. Um, and so, um, you know, yeah, I think that Kashakton is a thing that I believe in and that I want to make better. I believe that, you know, the, the rising, what is it? The rising tide raises all ships. Right. And so, um, yeah, that was both those presentations rubbed off on me. Yes. And yes, I think that, you know, a lot of what I'm throwing my money at and throwing my time and treasure, you know, all that at uh, is surrounded by my community for sure. So let me follow up with another question and then I'll, I'll chime in, too. Sure. So we can we can all agree that doing those things, it's good for the soul, right? Yes. Absolutely yes. good for the soul. How do we make it good for business? Mm. How do we make it good for business in terms of? Raising revenues, increasing profits, because that has to factor in as well. Yeah. Well, or does the, it have to factor in? No, I think it does. I actually, it, it's actually one of the things that I think we get wrong. <laughs> if you want to know mm -hmm. the truth, I think that if we want to, people are always like, uh, "The money's the root of all evil." I 100% disagree. Mm -hmm. um, I believe that if I want to have the impact that I want to have, right. I need to be able to fund, you know my family and have a certain level of comfort so that then I can do the things I want to do on the other side of that. And that takes money, right? That takes profit. Right. Um, and so, um, yeah, that's actually one of the thoughts about it is how to, how do I create, 
an event where Hassman Marketing can have a piece of it, Hassman Brewing can have a piece of it, and then it does good in the community. And I feel right. like, gosh, if you can, you can do that, man, <laughs> rinse and repeat, right? No, I, I agree. And I think your point is, you know, money's not the root of all evil, but I will say shitty people with money is the root of all evil. Um, <laughs> No, because it's something I, I believe it's in your DNA, and I think it's in the culture of your company's DNA to do that. It, you know, Shockton's very near and dear to your heart. And so I start looking at, you know, Promo Corner, what can we do? What impact can we have positive in the world, but also, you know, do it intentionally and do it so where it, it also is has a reciprocal benefit um, to, to the company. And we're looking at a couple things, but I, I wanted to get your perspective on that. And, and I happen to agree with your perspective. I think it's important, you know, you can have a company with a conscience that still makes a profit and i guess that's where my head's at so you know as we seek to align ourselves with causes that matter with Mm -hmm. uh, things that matter we will be doing very much the same and i mean because you have and, and to back up a little bit I meant everything I said because it's true, Kirby. I've seen you walk around Coshocton, Ohio. I've seen how people look at you. I've seen how people talk to you. And I've seen uh, the buildings where you've made purchases and you you have definitely had an impact there. So what I want to know is, I think actually all our listeners want to know is, when do you open up the uh, Hossaman Botox Center there in (laughs) Coshocton? Because I think that's the next logical step from the brewery. Yeah, well, for sure. Uh, if, if for no other reason, I need it, right? Um, sure. Do you need Botox? I, I, I have no idea. I, if, here, here's how naive and stupid I am. I really don't know what that does. <laughs> Love it. Love it. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Awesome. Um, all right, all right. Do you got so, another topic? Yeah. So, um, and it, it, bring it down a little bit, but. Uh, Bring it on down, down to the Bring it on down, right? So uh, one of the things that um, has been on my mind, and all of a sudden, right, is is you know we've we've talked about hurricanes and we've talked about those sort of things. The fires in California have Mm -hmm. hit fairly fairly close to home for us. Uh, One of um, my guys, Marty, um, is actually very close to where that's going on, and Mm -hmm. um, I just you know it's one of those things where we've I think we've at least referenced some of the crazy things that are going on, whether it's weather related or whatever. And again, I just wanted to, and I'm I'm sure you super quick, just want to send out our thoughts and prayers for those people who are are struggling. I know um, at this point, 10 or 11 people have already uh, perished. And so I want to think of the people, the suppliers, the distributors that are out there, but also the the firefighters and the people who are putting themselves in harm's way. And so I just wanted to bring it up super quick. No question. It's always the first responders um, and the victims you need to think about in those situations. So very good point in bringing that up. Yeah. So um, separate now. Uh, Yes, sir. Uh, so here's one that's kind of industry related and I'm just curious. So I know you're not selling on an everyday basis, but you certainly made money doing that. And I guess I have a question for you, but also our audience, just cause okay. I'm curious. The product categories in which we sell, we know the ones that are the biggest sellers, but for you, what was the place, what was the product category where you found yourself feeling the most comfortable, where you were like, oh, I'm the expert. I am right. the one who knows the most about that. What was the product category that resonated uh, the most with you? And real quick, I am still selling every day. I mean, I not not necessarily promotional products, but I am selling Promo Corner and, and preaching sure. that, yeah, uh, yeah. preaching that uh, you know, to anybody who will listen. And so I don't want everybody to think I'm just kind of sitting here. Uh, counting yeah. counting Joel Moore's money. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just mean from a from a product category I'm perspective. That's what I mean. 
you know, I, I what I always felt comfortable with, and, and it'll probably surprise you, is I loved journals like hmm. nobody's business. Really? Because I felt there was, yeah, because I felt there was so much you could do with a journal. I loved, uh, absolutely loved, taking you know a spiral bound journal that has a pen loop. You throw a writing instrument in there. Because only a hack would put a pen in there. You put a writing <laughs> instrument in there. Right. You can you you can put tip in sheets so you can get company information and you talk about something that's got a low cost per impression, but it's going to be kept. I mean, there's not one office that I still walk around to this day that someone doesn't have some sort of bound, whether it's spiral or other bound notebook that they carry around with them to take notes in. Plus, I always found, you know, I always wanted to use our industry to promote what we did. Right, practice mm, what yeah. you preach. And I always found that giving somebody a something to be a very awkward dismount. Mm, Oh, by the way, here's a mug. Oh, by the way, here's a hat. Oh, by the way, here's a whatever. Here's a, you know, here's a travel wallet, whatever the case may be. Whereas I found a spiral notebook with a pen loop holding a writing instrument. Did it again. Um, <laughs> with with a, a tip in sheet that had a little bit about what I was doing, my company, my vision, maybe a case history, whatever it might be, that's something that would be kept. And I'll tell you, even to this day, um, I think it works. When I was at LEAD, Legica- uh, Legislative Education and Action Day through PPAI, and I met with uh, congressmen and senators and their staff, it was the first year I had done it. But one of the people for uh, one of the congressmen, his staff came out with the spiral notebook he had last year. He was on like a second to last page. And I said, I can't believe you kept that. He goes, yeah, it's one of my favorite things to use. And I gave him two more and he was so happy. Mm -hmm. I mean, over a year he had that thing. And I don't know how many times he's used it. I mean, if that journal could tell a story of the world leaders that that person, or maybe even civic leaders, that that notebook had been witness to. Right. Yeah. So I always liked it on a variety of levels. I loved. I think it has a lot of res- uh, a lot of value. It stuck sticks around. It's useful. It's memorable, and because it's paper, you can do anything you want to it. Yeah, that's a really good one, and it's unique, right? Like it's not something that I think if I asked twenty other people, I'm not sure anybody else would say journals would be their number one. So I think that's interesting. I think it's very interesting because it was my answer. <laughs> what about you? That's right. Well, what's your go-to? Uh, you know, it's, I would say, you know, I, I sell into all of the categories, right? And I, hopefully I'm doing it in a way that's intentional with the client. But I think one of the places where I feel very comfortable is in the calendar space. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's something that my background was in. Right. Um, now I'm not, I, ironically, we don't sell a ton of stock line calendars, but we do sell some, mm-hmm. but, but in a custom calendar world, I think that that's a place, um, you know, actually super similar to the journal in the sense that you can customize with, mm-hmm. you know, whether, whether it's tip ins or whatever you want to call it. Right. Um, that's a place that, that I feel really comfortable and in a place where I feel like I know more about it than 99% of the competition, if that right. makes sense. So, um, and I think anytime you can do that, uh, that's a good space. No, so, totally, that's, totally agree. And by the way, I could have put a million dollars and I would have guaranteed you would have answered calendars. So thank you for validating <laughs> you're, that. You're welcome. You're welcome. So you know what it's time for, Kirby? What's that, my it's friend? It's time for fill in the blank. Woo-hoo! And it is brought to us by our good friends at Branded Logistics. As you know, they have everything that Otterbox sells and they're waiting to put logos on them and fill your orders. And we do have that special. I want to really underscore this because... 
Roger Burnett, who um, works at Branded Logistics, has seen a really nice response, but they've got so much more they're ready to do. So if you are a listener of this program, and if you're hearing me and you're not a listener of this program, you've got bigger problems. But let's assume (laughs) you're a listener of this fine broadcast. They want to give you free stuff. Free. Doesn't cost anything. You're not having to twist a supplier to get free stuff. This is free. So they want to give you a free distributor self-promo phone case. Um, so you better act fast because this is about to run out. I think we got another week or two on this tops. Um, so send an email with your vector art file and model of phone to sales at branded. Jeez, uh, I can't even talk. I'm so excited. Sales at brandedlogistics.com. And uh, get get some of those Otterbox cases. I know, Kerber, you've done it. Um, yep. I don't know yep. if you've gotten yours yet, but... Uh, I'm I'm excited to hear and see it when you get it. But yep. go ahead and get on that uh, get on that free gravy train, baby. Yeah, absolutely. No, I'm excited, and thanks to to those guys for doing that. I think it's a really cool thing that I'm excited to be able to to provide listeners. So that's cool. Absolutely. Okay, Kirby, are you ready? Yes. You go first. I will. The best gift you have ever given is. Oh, wow. Uh, the best gift I have ever given. I would say, you know, probably travel with my wife. Like that's one of those things that she really enjoys. And so whenever I can surprise her, it's it, what's funny about it is I, I say surprise, but the reality is she doesn't like surprises so much. So it, one of the things I do is I surprise her, but I surprise her way in advance of the trip. She's not a person who would love it if I woke her up and be like, hey, your bags are packed. Everything's taken care of. Let's go. That right. would freak her out. And one of the things that somebody said to me one time, is that you're robbing her of the ability to plan and get excited, and that's part of what's fun about vacation. So right. uh, probably some of the best gifts, that, that's something I enjoy getting my wife very much as she enjoys traveling. Very nice, very nice. Okay. Um, so the new Florida Gators uniforms are? Vomitous. <laughs> Those might be the worst things in the history of ever. <laughs> I, I will tell you, um, yeah, I saw those last night, and I assume you saw my Facebook post. I did. And I, yep. I, my first was my first thought was, is this a joke? And <laughs> I dug a little deeper, and it's not. So for anybody who hasn't seen it, they are a very gray green um, color, which is a very strange color, especially since the Florida Gators are a bright orange and a royal blue. Yeah, and the. Uh, it's all one color, so the jersey and the pants are all one color, and the jersey has simulated scales on it like an alligator. Yeah. It is I, – I normally <laughs> I would hope Texas A&M beats them 163-3. to three. Now I really hope Texas A&M beats them 872-1. That's right. I'll allow them an extra point. I don't know how that ever works in football, how you get an extra point and no touchdown – but they're allowed that. But that—that's the worst thing I've ever seen. Yeah, that's—they they were pretty pretty atrocious. I'm with you on that one. All right, Kirby. The worst concert you've ever attended was uh, probably Def Leppard. Whoa! Um, yeah. Whoa! Yeah, it's actually one of the earliest ones I did, and I think it was—you know—they talk about Def Leppard being um, being kind of legendary for partying. Mm-hmm. I think that they were pretty well into it by the time that the concert had started it was fine i was with like some guys that i'm like i guess we're fine it was just like the whole thing was 
you know, I, I'll be honest with you. I haven't had any concerts that were just atrocious, what, right? What I've year had was that? Do you remember what year? 93. Okay. 92. I mean, it was, it was one arm drumming wow. uh, in the midst of that. And so I, the reality is I haven't had one of those that I've walked out of, right? Yeah. I haven't had a concert that was terrible. I enjoy them all. That's, but that's probably my worst. All right. All right. So we're in a space where there's 24-hour news, right? You yep. just can't ever shut it off. Yep. So in your opinion, 24-hour yes. news is? Bad. Um, I know that's not exactly a real exciting <laughs> adjective. I, I do shut off the news. Um, yeah. I am at a point in my life where, unfortunately, I feel that um, – you know, we all have to remember that news organizations, whether it's CNN or MSNBC or Fox News or ABC News, whatever, it doesn't matter. They're not in the they're not in the business of of being fair and judicious. They're in the business of selling advertising, and I think we all need to remember that. I, as a consumer of news, just like anybody else. I am smart enough to formulate my own opinions. I don't need a talking head to tell me what I'm supposed to think, and so right. I really struggle with. Uh, broadcast news these days um, as far as I can sh- tell and, and what I've witnessed and what I've seen all of them have some sort of slant and sure. I, I I miss the days of Walter Cronkite when yeah I probably knew he was super liberal but he didn't share that with it with him you know he you know there were time and a place for an editorial comment and that wasn't Walter Cronkite's space so maybe the better way to better adjective is sad I think I think do say sad because I don't think people growing up today really understand what objectivity is or means because frankly it doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, and I, th- I think to your point, I mean, it's a for-profit enterprise, and what they found is, and you can just watch it based on the programming, is that fair and balanced. It, that's not a Fox thing or anything, but right. like just being uh, down the middle doesn't sell, and so the idea of opinion-based quote unquote news is what sells. And so that's what they're doing. And so, yeah, you're right. Yeah. All right. We got time for maybe one or two quick more. We'll do make these ones quick. Yes. All right. Uh, your idea of a perfect Saturday is. Uh, definitely. I would say watching a little bit of football, going for a run and then hanging out with my wife in the evening. Nice. It's pretty lame, but it's, nope, that's what it that's is. That's great. Go ahead. Last one. And then we got to wrap it up. So you had your reunion. So reconnecting with your friends, not just everybody, but reconnecting with your friends was? Uplifting. Uh, seeing people who I was friends with and then you lose, you lose touch because, you know, time or distance was incredibly uplifting. And people who, you know, you've reconnected with or I've reconnected with on Facebook or other social platforms and truly were genuine and they said, I've seen what you do. It's incredible. What you're doing is great. Not that I want the ego boost, but the fact that it validates what I've done. Yeah, absolutely. So, it's, it's, it's nice to hear. It yeah, doesn't matter it, what, right? It, it really is. It really yeah. is. So yeah, sure. with that, why don't we go ahead and wrap this up and thank our good friends and our good sponsor at CommonSkew. Again, if you are looking for an awesome software platform to run your distributor business, look no further than CommonSkew. Go ahead and visit them at commonskew.com backslash unscripted and give them a free trial. It doesn't. You know what it costs you? Nothing. That's what free Probably means, nothing. people. Free means nothing. <laughs> So go ahead and click on that. Give it a try. Use your Google machine, your portable Google machine. Hell, even use your friend's Google machine. They won't care. They're going to be so happy you went to commonskewed.com slash unscripted. They're going to give you their Google machine, okay? Go ahead and do this. Kirby, as always, great talking to you. Good conversation. Thanks, buddy.
Thank you for listening to Unscripted with Kirby Hossaman and Bill Petrie. Unscripted is available every Friday at promocorner.com, the leader in digital marketing for the promotional products industry.